this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, greetings and salutations. It is time for the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the top 20. I'm sorry. It is a beautiful, beautiful October 12th. The year is 2023, and that seems high to me. <laughs> and yet, here we are. I'm sorry, I look like trash. Uh, actually, I look like trash because I'm actually just still in the same outfit I just went for a walk uh, earlier in. There is you know, a lot to be said for casual day in one's own office. I was going to change for the show, but like I was ready for it to be a lot cooler and colder than it actually is. I got my Snoopy shirt already, which is not a long sleeve, but a sleeve shirt. And I'm like, I'm still sweating from the walk, bro. So I'm just going to go. Uh, I'm going to go like I was working out. So imagine me like I'm in. I'm that dude. That is now wearing all of his workout gear, but he's not working out. That's, that's Although I did what I consider to be one of the most baller moves I've ever done in my physical health career uh, just the other day. Uh, today is Thursday, so I guess I did this on on Tuesday. Uh, I've told you, like I've, I, I, I know no one cares and no one asks, but like I am trying to be somewhat inspiring with my. Uh, physical journey and my my like just I like I've always been tried to do with like my mental health journeys I try and do with my physical health journeys uh, and I'm not somebody like that's like bragging like I don't think anybody that's ever watched the box has been like yo you remember that time DJ was just flexing the whole time and talking about how great he looked because that's just not a wheel in my wheelhouse so what I do is I just talk about things that I'm currently doing and sometimes they just ring true for some people. Um, but like, uh, I've been saying for about the past two months, like I've been doing a lot of walking and I am super, super enjoying it. I will say the needle on the scale, I'll say it's moving, but like, I don't even know how to really describe it. Although maybe people that are having weight problems will understand this. Like I can fluctuate I can fluctuate 10 pounds in a week, like super easy. Like I'm a, I'm a big dude. Like I'm six one. I'm definitely north of 200 pounds. So it's like, it's not that big of a deal as a percentage goes. Like 10 pounds, you know, at, if if I were 200, which I'm not, 200 would be great. But if I were 200, what is 10 pounds? That's five percent, right? So, um, it's not a huge amount. But like over the course of a week, like. So like I like I my scale numbers are like like that and you know some days it's depressing and some days it's like that's awesome like so you gotta you gotta really take the average over what do they say like over a seven day period you take your average and that's how you get your curve so my curve for the first time in a long time is definitely got a negative in the quadratic equation if any math nerds out there are paying attention so that's good but the main value that I this there's. I guess they're related, so maybe maybe it's the same main value. But the two things that I really get out of it are, um, well, here's everything I get out of it, and then we can count it up later if you're cool doing that. So one of the things I do, uh, I use it very much as an opportunity to listen to stuff that I've been trying to listen to. Um, 
I think I've been saying, like, I've been listening to a lot of comedian-based podcasts. They aren't just, like, comedians. They are comedians doing actual interviews with real people. Sometimes there are other comedians. Sometimes there's not. Like, uh, the Theo Vaughn last weekend with Theo Vaughn has Anthony Jeselnik on it. This week, like, I cannot wait to listen to that because the clip I did see, uh, you know, Theo was incorrectly using a pyramid scheme, and Jeselnik was like, do you know what a pyramid scheme is Thea? Like, and it's like I love that kind of stuff so I love when comedians talk shop I feel like the, the when comedians talk shop is very much the interest that was generated whenever like I would have like Jimmy or Mikey or Annie in here and it's two musicians talking shop like that kind of stuff to other people like this is interesting to me so uh, I do like that but but listen to a lot of other stuff that's information based. Like some of it is like I want to know these things. I, I listened to, I talked for a while about the Theo uh, Vaughn podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. That that son of a bitch was like two and a half hours long. That took me almost a week to get through. Like maybe even over a week to get through. But that's how like I find I find Tyson like super interesting. So like I I like listening to some of that stuff. Especially yeah. anyway, I not a sponsor, and that's cool. Uh, but so there's that. Like, I'm getting some actual, like, I'm, I was going to say, like, some food for thought. But I guess that's actually, I, like, I'm, getting, <laughs> getting, I'm getting to nourish my brain and, and, like, kind of, like, listen to other things. And, and it's good because for a long time I was really about, like, you know, current events and, you know, geopolitical stuff that's going on like i'm still pretty well versed in that but i do turn it off a lot i mean you see it like whenever something bubbles up enough here like i'll just spend my entire 20 minutes like i could be talking about the israel hamas thing or the way former president trump referred to it as hummus which i was like way to get a good grasp on like one of the world's largest threats and you can't even get their name right i mean it wasn't even as bad as like when george uh hw bush the george the former we used to refer to Saddam, Saddam Hussein as Saddam. We're going to get Saddam. Like, I felt like that was disrespectful with a purpose, and I'm all for that. Like, if you're going to do that, like, do that. It was funny, but Trump is not trying to call them hummus to be funny. Like, he's also not funny. Like, he very he very rarely, ter- very rarely tells a funny joke for someone that is often a funny joke. By the way, if you're not following the Trump broadcast, I just heard this tidbit of information the other day. So... What he's talking about, boy, am I all over the place. I promise to bring it back, but what, this was this was the funniest thing. So uh, one of the things he's guilty of is basically lying to banks about his property so he could get better rates and get more. Whoa, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, wait, microphone, hold on. Is anybody seeing this bruise? Like, God. Woo, what is that? Huh. Somebody manhandled me, and I didn't even get a mint left on my pillow. What is that? <laughs> I, I don't know how many people go through their day and, like, just catch an image of themselves, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> like, I used to do that at the gym where I would, like, turn the corner to go downstairs, and it's just the most unflattering angle for anybody with a belly. And it's like, dude, I just worked out for an hour. It's like, now, like, I'm Big Hero 6 all of a sudden. That's too bad. But anyway, so Trump was one of the things he was already ruled against that he's been lying to banks and insurance companies over inflating like the values of his property, which, you know, I mean, you can make an argument like, yeah, it's worth 30 million or it's worth 4 million and stuff like that. But what they were saying on the on the news from the documents released in the case, and I may have these numbers right, but may have these numbers wrong, but the gist is correct. He said his penthouse at Trump Tower 
in I think it was 2004. He he filed it and he said it was you know 11,000 square feet, which is super impressive for a midtown penthouse, right? Like that's that's big. Like that's probably bigger than my house. Uh, so what he was filing lately is that it's 30,000 square feet, which without any physical renovation. And I don't know what you know about space, time, and mathematics, but like you can't do that unless you're lying. So I think that's the part that the judge summarily like ruled against him because it really wasn't up for debate like you did this nothing has changed and then you said that like it's just a lie <laughs> and so anyway but i thought that was funny so so i am not doing any politics um specifically i talk about that but he, he did refer to like hamas as hummus and i'm like it's not the same man you don't even have the charisma of george herbert walker bush like how sad are you anyway I haven't been listening to a lot of politics, so I've been, uh, but but I've been doing doing these walks. So there's a couple things. So right, so I'm getting to listen. So I'm like kind of fueling, you know, like my headspace with some of these things that I really want to do. They're pleasurable things. They're they're feel good things. They're information. I'm learning something. I'm always laughing at something. Like it just, I could I could not recommend the Theo Von podcast, the Two Bears podcast. Uh, there's a couple others, but those two are the ones that I listen to the most. And then I usually will listen to uh, Bacon is my podcast, Discussions and Drinks, uh, because I like that one better. And it was funny. I was I was filling in for Jimmy for this past Friday's interview with uh, with uh, Shalit from uh, Deshell, and you know Mike and I were like talking afterwards, and I was saying like how much better I like Discussions and Drinks because as interesting as some of the guests are, a lot of them I'm totally not interested in. I'm more interested in musical guests than certainly comic book or wrestling or anything, because that's just not my thing, and that's fine. Uh, but, like, sometimes I'm interested in the guests, like, uh, but I said I like discussions and drinks better because you two are, like, two of my best friends, so it's like I'm hanging out with you, so, like, it's I enjoy that the most. So I usually get to listen to that. Sometimes I even get to listen to my own top 20. Now, people think that's kind of odd, but I want to point out that none of this is scripted. I know that's a shocker to everybody that listens every week. There is literally no script. Like, sometimes I come in with homework, but, like, sometimes I don't. Like, today is a good example. I don't even have homework. I do have the housekeeping. I'll get to that in just a second. But I don't often know what I have just said. And that should really come as a shock to nobody. Like, I do hear it kind of like when I go through it, when I post it, but I don't even remember listening to all of that. So sometimes it's good to listen to, especially if there's something else I want to talk about. So so I get to listen to those podcasts. That's good. What I've been able to do, like, during the, the late summer and the early fall is I, like, literally will walk and I'll have my face up, like, trying to get sun on my face. And as funny as it is for me to be getting some D in, ah, <laughs> ah yeah, it's funny. Uh, vitamin D is super, super important. And those of us in the, you know, in the northern parts or super southern parts of uh, the, whatever hemisphere we're in, like the ability to get to produce vitamin D is very heavily dependent on your sun exposure. And, you know, there comes a point where like no amount of your sun exposure is going to do anything because the sun's too far as our axis tilts. But like I'm willing to give it a shot. So kind of just feeling the warmth of the sun on your face, it feels like a very evolutionary thing. Like, it just kind of makes you happier. And psychologists will tell you that. Like, like if you are suffering from depression, especially seasonal affective disorder, which I think, yeah, every single person I know is suffering from, it's probably a good idea to get out, just look up at the sun, close your eyes, don't. Don't burn your don't burn your eyeballs out. That's crazy. Wait, is it? Oh, sorry. I thought I thought the bruise had just moved to the other side. Sorry, sorry about that. Hold on. Um, 
but feeling the, the warmth of the sun in your face. In fact, one of the things uh, they'll tell you, Tim um, Huberman, that's his name? Dr. John Huberman? Somebody Huberman? Why am I drawing a blank? I think it's Tim Huberman. Or maybe it's Tim Ferriss. Doesn't matter. Huberman. One of the things he says is when you wake up in the morning, if you can go outside and put your face into the sunlight, I think it's like 10, 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, it resets your circadian rhythms. So it's like it's like synchronizing your watches. It's a good idea. So anyway, so I've been doing that a lot lately. And for somebody that's basically a basement dweller most of the time, um, it's... It's a good it's a good thing for me to be able to like kind of just skip out and get some sunlight. Actually, I got to hang out with the uh, the goat yesterday for a little bit, the great Annie Stoic, and she was telling me that sometimes when she's on tour, the buses will roll into venues and they'll go they'll be under the venue. The parking is under the venue in some places, and she'll do that for like three or four days in a row. And she's like, you can't even find the sun. Like, not only are you never outside, you wouldn't even know where to go look for it because you're constantly indoors. And I'm like. Yeah, man, that's how the Slee Stacks got it you know, in, in the land of the lost. But so it's so it's super important, right? That kind of stuff. So I'm enjoying that. Also, just being out in nature is nice, right? Like, there's a lot to be said. Like, yeah, there's allergies and stuff like that, and tree pollen. But like, the more you're immersed in it, the better your body is at fighting those kinds of things. Plus, just the simple ability to just breathe new air right like you don't realize like how trapped your houses are like we have airtight doors we have airtight windows we have hepa air filters we have all this stuff we're breathing basically the same air and i want to point out that i have two sons over the age of 20 and it's not like they don't fart in the house so i may not hear it or smell it directly but i still know it's there so me spending you know anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour outside just breathing outside air especially in such a beautiful place like Long Island where everything is just kind of like ocean-based or wind-based. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of good air here. I mean, it's not like we're in Pennsylvania and they're fracking next door. Thank you, Governor Hochul, for continuing the ban on fracking. I don't really give a shit what anybody says that's pro-fracking. They're just idiots as far as I'm concerned. We don't need it, and it's dangerous. That's why we don't have earthquakes here, and they have earthquakes in Pennsylvania. (laughs) So anyway, I like all that, but the number one thing I like so far about the walk is it really is, um, I forget what comedian, I think it was Bill Burr that referred to the helicopter as the ultimate get the F out of here vehicle, right? Because it's just like, I don't like this, and you can just leave. Like, that's what it is. For me, when I get to a point where it's like, I have had enough of this, whatever the this is, is irrelevant. But the simple fact is, my walking shoes are right over there. If I'm super lazy, I'm already in my workout <laughs> shirt because it's basically just a shirt like this and gym shorts. I throw my shoes on and I'm literally out the door. And, you know, I don't really even decide anything until I'm out the door. I know that that is the first step of my journey. And then the very first decision I have to make pretty quickly is if I go left or right. And if I go left, most of the decisions are made for me. If I go right, I have a couple other decisions to make. But I like that. I immediately remove myself from the situation. I know it's going to be about 40 minutes. Sometimes I'm working on some problems, which is great. Like, I can just figure out, like, the, the issue I'm working on at work, or I leave some stuff running that I know is going to take a little while, or my little godsend of a robot that vacuums my office is going to vacuum under my desk because I was too lazy to pick up a couple of those peanuts that I dropped. Whatever the case may be, I am the F out of here, and it's an instant reset. I could not stress how important that has been for me and just the knowledge that it's there 
Like, the tool that it is is just like, you know what? I don't like what's going on right now. I'm going to Forrest Gump my ass right out the front door and see what happens. So, anyway. So, I was saying a couple days ago that I've been really happy about the walking, but I have not gone to the gym in about two... I have not gone to the gym since I started walking. And I cannot say that anymore, and I'll tell you what. I'm glad you asked. So, this is what I did. Uh, I was saying that my arms are actually a little flabby. Like, I'm not trying to... So I'm not trying to show off. Like this used to be a lot bigger. Like this is like a, not a beefy bicep. This is like this is like a beyond beef bicep, right? Like it's made out of mushrooms and sponge and soggy cheese, right? Right. My tricep is not much better, but I used to have not guns, but I had like you know slingshots or whatever is just below guns, and I was fine with that. Like, but like I've realized that I'm thinning out and I'm starting to actually look in my arms. I'm not thinning out in my gut. You know, the one thing I'm trying to do is not happening, but I'm thinning out in my arms and I'm starting to look a little bit like my dad looked. And it's like, all right, well, 50% of him is probably me. So I guess I should start treating my kids really shitty. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what half I got. Um, but I was saying that I haven't been there. So, and I have all this stuff here. I just don't like doing it here for some reason. I have no idea what it is. It's my mental journey. I'll figure it out, but I have all this stuff. I just don't do it. So this is what I did the other day. So Tuesday, I go outside. It's beautiful. It's actually perfect weather. I got my hoodie on. It was cool enough to have my hoodie on, so I was psyched about that. Uh, so I just start walking. I, I basically go right, and then I start making some decisions, and I go over the bridge by my house, which is the bridge is over Northern State Parkway. And sometimes I just walk all the way around like White Post Farm and come up by Uncle Giuseppe. It's super embarrassing every Sunday when the soccer team is like, we saw you walking. Are you homeless? You know, and it's like, no, nope, not homeless. Just trying to be healthier, but thanks. Go out and you know, let's uh, let's go beat Elwood for a change. Uh, so what I decided to do is I walked to my gym. Yeah, I walked to my gym. I have my phone, so I have my ID on my phone. I went in. Uh, I peed, which was good. Uh, you didn't ask, but I did. That was awesome. But then I went into my gym and went upstairs. I did three sets of flies, and I did three sets of skull crushers. I was going to do the bicep curls, but there was some dude that just would not leave the machine, and he was doing 74 sets for some reason. I think if you're doing that many sets, you should free weight it, sir, but I didn't have time to argue. So I was able to do that, and then I walked out of the gym, and I walked home. And the whole excursion took me just over an hour, and I was like... I can't believe how good I feel for accomplishing, like, very little, like, in the scope of things. Like, it's not like the discoveries the James Webb Telescope is making every day. But for me, it was like, oh, my God, I just took care of everything that's wrong with me. I mean, I didn't solve anything, but like, I did kind of come up with possibly a solution. Because, to be perfectly honest, if I can speed that up and get that to exactly an hour or under, like, that's incredibly viable. That's an incredibly viable solution for me to do that to just walk maybe jog a block or two like do a little h-i-i-t because you know like when you interval like that like i can get to those neighborhoods and i can just run one block walk it run one block it'll probably shave a couple minutes off either side but if i up my pace overall and i end up like that i have this italian old italian guy that walks in my neighborhood like he walks faster than i drive like i want to get there when i'm 85 or whatever age he is he looks fantastic but that is definitely some life goals so i was able to do that so i got all of these things i'm listening to tom segura talk to this 
uh, this fitness guy who's making nothing but sense, by the way. So I'm learning all that. I walk to the goddamn gym. I work out my chest, which still hurts from the flies, by the way. Just thank you for asking. Just going to say, like, just how out of shape they are. But I... Then I walked back. I got the sun on my face. I got a good sweat. I got a whole lot of work done afterwards because, first of all, I was super amped up for the walk. So my mind was clear. I was, like, not dealing with anything. I, like, felt good. Like, it was a really good moment in a series of not usually so so good moments. So I am only telling you this because I had a positive experience, and it's not super common. And if that inspires anybody else to have a positive experience of their own, then, man, I am all for it because I really, really am. Because if we can just squeeze out, you know, all the bad stuff, because we're all going to have bad stuff all the time, right? Like, we live on Earth. It's a bad time to be alive. None of us are billionaires as far as I'm aware. So we're all carrying our own baggage. So if we can just find these good moments of success, holy shit, man, that seems like the goal to me. So I am all for it. If anybody wants to walk to their gym and, uh, you know, tell us all about it, we're here roughly every thursday approximately noon to two you can join the chat and tell us everything you want but in the meantime i didn't even get to housekeeping because i was so excited about that story i didn't even know i was going to talk about until about hmm, one second before i started talking about it but that's kind of the way we roll here on the box ain't that right jimmy it's always a no. yeah well <laughs> you're gonna be a slave to the voices in your head you might as well have some data remember on board am i right the Segway game is on point. Hard Rock Lunch Box. That's some brand new stuff from the uh, Pink Spiders, which I was super excited to find out about. Uh, so thank you for that, Mr. Pink Spiders. I appreciate that. Uh, good stuff on that new record. Check them out. They're also touring if you're interested. Uh, normally I wait a little more into the show to get to the heavy stuff, but Q's here, so fuck it. Hard Rock Lunch yeah, it's a little bit from Gideon. I got a lot of new music, or new for the box here. A lot of it's heavier. I just, I hit this patch of heavier music, so I'm going to be bringing that. I got some stuff from Tidebringer, which I really dig. Uh, I can't tell if they're members of Shreddy Krueger, or they just did some stuff with Shreddy Krueger, but that's cool. I got some this new thing from POD that's really, really good. I've got brand new stuff from Thornhill that I am just absolutely loving, but I stumbled across this up I stumbled across this this week. Now, I feel like I've heard this song before, but it says that it's new. So I really have no idea what to believe, like me or my lion ears, or if the band just sounds familiar or if just derivative of other stuff. So maybe if you guys have heard of it before, that's awesome. You can let me know in the chat. 99WNRR will get you there and will most likely get you my attention. But uh, yeah, man, I grabbed something called If We're On Fire, and then parentheses, let it burn for this week. It's the Marvelous 3 box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Alright, I realize that maybe Ballyhoo isn't the heaviest band I could be playing. I'm just changing it up a little bit. I've got some other stuff. I actually, with the exception... No, no, I have a song from The Kills uh, that's kind of... uh, off the Hard Rock Lunchbox sort of beaten path, and of course Mel's musical moment will uh, bring everything to a screeching halt, although it's not really a bad pick this week. In fact, I, I actually enjoy the song. I don't know that it's Lunchbox material, but yeah, the less Lunchbox, the better it seems to be lately. Uh, so I got one, I got two, 
two more lighter songs unless I start just going through some of these others. I might go back to that Teen Jesus song. I like that from last week. Do some of that. But I, I don't even know, man. I've got oh, I got Neon Skyline. That's like super metal. <laughs> Uh, but I do have brand new stuff from Thornhill. Now, Thornhill is a band that baffles me just a wee bit because their song Nurture is probably one of my top 20 songs from the Hard Rock Lunchbox. I play it. It makes it into the countdown most years because I just play it so often. There's just something about the groove that's really good. But they aren't actually a super heavy band. I feel like this was a... This is a riff that like the guitar player brought in, like, can we please try this? And then they just did it, and then it became like my favorite song from that record, uh, for sure. So every now and then they put out something new, and I listen to it, it's like, mm, yeah, it's not really, it's a little bit more electronic than I'm looking for or whatever, but like, this new one, I listened to it, and I was immediately mad that it wasn't as good as Nurture. And then I listened to it again, I'm like, this is a pretty good song on its own. Now I'm at like three or four or five listens, I'm like, I cannot wait to play this goddamn song. And that's what's happening next, because it's brand new Thornhill. On the box. That was anticlimactic. Sorry about that. It's coming. Phrasing. Here it comes. Hard rock lunch box. I don't feel like my week is effectively or properly represented in how the music is going so far. Uh, <laughs> I just stumble upon stuff that I really, really dig, and some days, some weeks, it's heavier. I just, I, like, I've definitely had a week where, I've had weeks where it's like, I need nothing but super heavy music, and this just isn't this. It just happens to have heavy music, and I'm here to tell you, like, I'm all about it. Like, it's definitely working for me. <laughs> uh, I think this was the heaviest one of the bunch. I am not sure if that's true. The Tidebringer, I think, is, is busy, too, I I don't know, man. We're going to... Okay, so listen. I dig this one uh, a lot. The band is uh, The Plot in You, which I've heard of before. I've never heard this song before. I don't know if it's new or if it's just new to me. The song's called Forgotten. It was definitely making me want to break, like, at least a pencil or two. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right, so apparently I missed one of Mel's submissions for Mel's Musical Moment, although that might have been the good song, which I don't think anybody is in the mood for. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so she did send me one ridiculous song, which is just a fantastic song, uh, for better or for worse. But I'll play it for you anyway. I'm not going to challenge her to come up with something even more ridiculous for next week, because I think we all know she will. So we'll just stick with what we got this week. It's a good one. It's, okay. I don't think I can actually say it properly. Hip Hopopotamus versus Rhymanoceros. On the box. Hard Rock Lunch. So, I found a new band this week in uh, Spotify's release radar, which is cool. Um, it's a band called Speed of Light. They look like they're LA-based, but they all look like siblings, which I always find super interesting. Because I find there is just no substitute for siblings that play together, and certainly siblings that sing together. Right? I just thought, like, you know, the Heart Sisters, uh, you know, even like... Um, Wilson Sisters in Wilson Phillips, um, the Bee Gees for sure, uh, Hanson absolutely, the Jacksons. There's just something for when siblings, the, the two sisters and the Dixie Chicks are a perfect example. There's something about it when, when siblings play together that I just, I always find to be a little bit better. Like, I don't know much about Billie Eilish and her brother, but I know that they are able to work together in a way that just other people are not because they're related. So... 
I don't know what the magic is. I do not perform with any of my family on any occasion whatsoever, so I don't have that particular thing. Uh, even when my father and I were just kind of learning how to play guitar, he was just such a douche that he ruined the whole thing because that's what he'd do. But, like, I find it fascinating. So it caught my attention for sure. And it also turns out they're super young. They're, like, two years apart. It's, like, 16, 18, and 20, with the youngest being the chick singer and bass player. And I liked what I heard in this song. I think I like it more because I wonder what they're going to be able to do next. The band's called Speed of Light. The song's called Teeth. It is hardcore and badass, and I would not want to be yelled at by an adult like this, let alone some 16-year-old little Los Angeles white chick. Hard Rock Lunch Box. It's a little something from Valley. A song called Break For You. Yeah, not super heavy, but it was a Definitely had a good groove, and I liked it. it. wasn't too long, all that other stuff. It's only two and a half minutes, man. I'm I'm really digging the, the shorter songs thing. Like, I'm really just writing a lot of shorter songs lately. It's actually funny, like, because I think you've probably all heard Side Out by now. If, if you haven't, please go check it out. It's actually doing really well for us on Spotify, which is fun, because I'm... It's also stressful because I'm trying to figure out what to do with the next one. By the way, the next song, uh, the next song, uh, next Rebel 9 release is called Into the Afternoon. It's going to be out on November 17th. Uh, I'll, be st- I'll be starting to share that soon, so don't you worry. Pre-saves are already available, but I'll be I'll be putting that out soon. But I want to be able to do like the same kind of thing. But anyway, with Side Out, when I originally wrote it, it did not have the solo or the last chorus. That's something that Dave Caggiano talked me into because it was a shorter song. It was under three minutes. And I was like, this is perfect. He's like, what if people want to hear more of it? I'm like, then they can hit repeat, motherfucker. That's what's going to happen next. And then I'll get twice as many plays. He's like, yeah, I really think it should be longer. I was like, all right. I'll default to your wisdom, uh, Mr. Caggiano, if that is your real name. And uh, then he turns out he was right. So that sucks. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's great. It's totally fine that he was right. And that's why I opt to work with the producers. I do. I expect them to be right at the times that I'm wrong. And that's that's just awesome. But I do like writing the shortest songs. So. so this next song, it's a band called Tidebringer. And the song's called Hell, which really just tell you I'm about to amp some stuff up. And the way I found it is I was like, I wonder if Shreddy Kruger has done anything lately. And they did do some stuff with Tidebringer. But I can't. I didn't have a chance to check out the members because sometimes there's like some crossover, and I think that that's the case because the vocals sound incredibly slimmer, similar to Shreddy Krueger, which is fine by me because I love that goddamn band. So I've been digging on this song hard. In fact, I have two Tidebringer songs, and I just had to pick one. So Awaken the Hollow will probably be next week, but this week it's Hell on the box. Hard rock lunch box. Yeah, man, I like P.O.D. I love when they drop stuff that's that heavy. Oh, it's called Trump. See, I made it a funny. I made a funny. It's always a no. So this past Friday, I sat in for Jimmy on Bacon is my podcast as Mikey's co-host. Uh, and we uh, interviewed Deshell, uh, the uh, Shay, I'm drawing a blank, Shayla. I think Shayla from Deshell is basically, uh, he's he's one of the original members, not the original, he was with of Mice and Men for a little while and then went off to form his own thing. Uh, and Deshell, we played from, you know, from his, from their first record, but he's super nice guy, he's super intense and uh, I had a really good time. I wasn't, I wasn't totally starstruck, but I was something struck with him. I like I liked all the stuff he was saying. Basically, everything that he was saying, I was liking, and I could, I could 
respect and kind of understand on a personal level. And it was just, uh, it was making me really super amped up for a lot of the interviews. So I'll wait and see. Like, I know... I know I can over-talk when I'm nervous, and I know I can over-talk when I'm excited, and I was definitely both of those things, so I'll just see how much of Mikey I stepped all over during the interview and just sort of apologize now. But it was funny because he, uh, Deschel, is putting out a documentary uh, that's out now. Uh, it's like, I want to say it's like Moments of... I can't remember. It's like Moments of Genius or something like that. And it's about the recording process of the new the new record, which I, as a musician, and in the recording process, always find to be super interesting. But it was funny because I, I knew it was coming out, and I was like, oh, this will be perfect. I'll be able to check this out for the interview. And it actually like came out like two hours after the interview started that same day. But I was like, oh, this is the worst thing to have <laughs> before of an interview. I was like, hey, man, the thumbnail looks like it's going to be awesome. Like It was basically the best I had. I was able to tell him about the first time I heard the single off of the new record, which is called uh, You Wish, and I thought it was a funny story. When it comes out, I think it comes out at the end of this month. Uh, I'm sure I will let you know when it does. Patreon subscribers for uh, Bacon's My Podcast will see it sooner, but I'll I'll be sure to alert the rest of us peons when it's going to be out, and you can tell me how good or bad of a job I did. I won't listen. It doesn't matter. Here's Deschel. Hard Rock Lunch Box. You know, it's funny, I was talking just before... Oh, that's a tell by the way. Uh, I was talking just before about some of the songs I've been writing <clears throat> and how I, like, make them shorter and stuff. I completely forgot. I actually have a new song on the table at uh, Rebel 9 Industries and Incorporated and I've sent it to the band. And I'm definitely getting some mixed responses off of it. So I can't quite tell if it's a song that we're going to do, but the band hasn't said anything about it, and I... You know, we've got a gig kind of coming up, so I haven't super pushed it. But I also don't necessarily know if they want to do it. I'm not looking to... It's a bit out of their lane. It's a little more pop-punk than it would be. Uh, it, it feels very, like, early... I don't know, like, Taking Back Sunday, if I had to pick something. Uh, it's actually not. In my head, it's earlier, because I was trying an experiment with some, like, older kind of punk sort of whatever. Not... It's not really punk. It was... Definitely like pop punk before there was pop punk, like that that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, it's something I was just playing with. So if the band doesn't do it, it might actually end up being the first single that I do myself. And I haven't released a solo uh, song ever in my career. So I'm kind of interested to see what trajectory that's going to take. I have a feeling once the band starts playing it, it'll morph into what Rebel 9 makes things sound like. And so that probably won't be an issue. But I just was realizing, like, we haven't even talked about that song in weeks, so I don't know if we're going to do it, or if it's just going to be benched, or whatever, but it'll be interesting. So anyway, so, I've got a new song here. Uh, I found the band because I was reading about another band, and they referenced this band, The Kills, that I'd never heard of before, so I wanted to give them a listen. I heard one song, didn't like it so much, but then I heard this other song, and I was like, mm, kind of on the fence, but it was in my head later that day, so I was like, okay, there's something here. Now... I don't need to have a does it box sort of segment because I know it already doesn't, but I do have a lot of people that listen to this show that do like stuff outside of the box area, and this is kind of for you, just to know that the band exists. The song is called 103, the band is called The Kills, and it's on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. To be perfectly honest, I have absolutely no idea uh, what is going on with Creating Strange for the rest of the year. I think they are starting pre-production. I really don't know. 
I know that at least half the band is in rehearsals with uh, with Bacon is my passion for the 1027 show. Uh, by the way, we've added Mike from Mike and the Mistakes, an all-new episode, to our Unplugged show on 12.8 at Nostalgia, so keep that little bit in mind. I have not heard back from Sam Pollock, so either she's ignoring me or she's not uh, using Facebook, which I probably would be better. <laughs> so I will, I will keep you uh, posted on that. Uh, but I don't know what Craving has, if anything, for the rest of the year. Uh, but I also haven't been online to see. So I have no announcements to make on their behalf. But like I said, you can see at least half of them uh, on uh, October 27th at Mr. Beery's just before Rebel 9. So that's going to be fun, I think, right? Don't you? Yeah, probably. Caught a ride Disillusion With this life Revolution Takes its time Resolution I know that we can live a life exceptional I know that memory can change a lie I know that if I ever have a chance I'll be everything that you are not Every day will we Of a line Retribution For my life Prostitution Of the mind Revolution I know that we can live a life exceptional I know that memory can change a lie I know that if I ever have the chance I'll be everything that you are not
Everything had to go south and sideways, which is what happens when you have people that are just jerk offs. <laughs> Mind me to tell you one day about how hard I tried to keep that band together. <laughs> of all people. But whatever, we're out of time. So stop asking questions you don't want the answers to because you can't handle the truth. That's a little, uh, you could bend for you. It's my Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, no, I don't do impressions. I, I, I don't impress anybody. <laughs> right, Jimmy? Yeah, there we are. <laughs> I got it. So thank you for spending some of your time here on a Thursday with us here on The Box. Uh, we'll do this again next week. It'll be 
probably just about as much fun. I can't guarantee it's going to be as heavy. It might be as light. I honestly don't know. I can't predict the future. Otherwise, I'd have six winning numbers. By the way, just to do one political thing, and I thought this was very funny. You know how Trump like called the Secretary of State in Georgia and was like, can you just find us 11,000 whatever votes and stuff? And I saw a meme earlier when I was loading up the Facebook stuff, and it basically said, like, yeah, can you imagine calling the Lottery Commission and be like, hey, man, can you just find me those six numbers that it's going to be tonight? And that's kind of like equivalent to what was going to happen. <laughs> so that may be that. But thank you for spending your time here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. And, of course, everybody at the Top 20 appreciates you as well. We'll try and do this job or better next week at the same time. Enjoy your weekend. Saturday looks like a rain out, but the rest of it looks beautiful. Please stay away from the pumpkin spice. It has absolutely been microchipped by everybody I know. Don't forget, birds are not real. And I'm going to leave you with a pretty good song. This dude did a pretty good job. I mean, it wasn't as good as the job that we did. But, like, you know, he's kind of an up-and-comer. So just give him a bit of a break. And, you know, maybe I'll give him some pointers. But, like, next week on The Box. Hard Rock Lunch Box.